Welcome to the Creation Podcast. I'm Christy Hardy. On this episode, we'll talk with ICR's national representative, Dr. Randy Galuza, about the doctrine of biblical clarity. Can we understand the Bible for ourselves, or do we need experts to interpret it for us? You're also going to hear about ICR's upcoming event in El Paso, Texas, and a new podcast that will help you start your day with timely truth from God's Word. But first, let's talk biblical clarity with Dr. Randy. Welcome, Randy. Well, thank you very much, Christy. I'm glad to spend some time talking with you. Well, thank you for coming. Randy, I saw you participate in a formal debate earlier this year. It included a theistic evolutionist, an old earth creationist, and you. And of course, you presented the young earth creationist viewpoint. All three of you in the debate claim to believe the Bible. Can you talk about that experience? Oh, that was a great experience. Yes, we all do believe the Bible. And everybody would think that this debate would probably boil down to scientific issues. There was a point where we did discuss scientific differences. But what always happens in these debates is we end up then debating what the Bible says. And it really comes down to what the Bible means and how we're going to interpret that. Everybody agrees that the Bible was the Word of God. And everybody believed that it was inspired. And everybody claims that it was inerrant. But then the differences started to come in in how we would actually interpret the words of the Bible. And specifically, it all came down to how we're going to interpret the words in the first chapter of Genesis, and specifically day. Does God mean a literal 24-hour day when he says that? When he says there was morning and evening, day one, morning and evening, day two, was he trying to convey clearly that these were real days to anybody who would ever read this? And if not, what did he mean by that? So we ended up debating the words words of the text, even though we all believed that it was God's word, there was a major difference in what the words meant. So you're saying that it all came down to how we understand the Bible. What is the doctrine of biblical clarity? Yes, in fact, that's what the debate ends up most all these times, is the whole doctrine of biblical clarity. And clarity, there's really kind of a simple definition of it, and that is that God says what he means, and he means what he says. And that anybody at any time, by giving words their normal meaning in their normal context, can understand that. In other words, you don't have to have a doctorate in theology in order to understand the Bible. And you can be just a lay person, and you can understand the Bible for yourself. And somebody doesn't have to interpret it for you. And that's our position. And that's called biblical clarity, or the really fancy name is biblical perspicuity. In other words, the Bible is clear. And that's really gone back for a long, long time. Randy, can you offer some scriptures that support this idea? Oh, sure. In the book of Deuteronomy, when Moses gave the law, he told the Israelites, I'm going to have to paraphrase it here, that they didn't have to go across the ocean and find someone to bring over to them to tell them what the Bible meant. And they didn't have to bring someone down from heaven to tell them what the Bible meant. But in essence, the Bible was very clear and the words are very clear and the interpretation and understanding, Moses says, is actually near you. It's in your heart so that they could understand it for themselves. And then on multiple occasions, when the Lord Jesus was speaking to his disciples, he said that when he left, the Holy Spirit would come and the Holy Spirit would lead them into all truth and give them understanding. In other words, you don't have to have some kind of expert or authority between you and the Bible or between you and the Holy Spirit for the Holy Spirit to give you insight and understanding. But I think my favorite passage is in the book of Acts when Paul left Thessalonica and he came to the town of Berea. And he said these Bereans were more noble and that they searched the scriptures daily to see whether the things that Paul was saying 
were true. So they weren't having an expert tell them what the Bible said. They were actually using the Bible to see if what the expert said, in this case, Paul, was true. And if they couldn't understand it for themselves, they wouldn't be able to search the scriptures daily to check out what Paul said. What about the story of the Ethiopian eunuch who had trouble understanding the scriptures he was reading? The Ethiopian eunuch was reading actually from the book of Isaiah, and the Holy Spirit had moved Philip, remember, and he said, join yourself unto the chariot. And he could hear that the Ethiopian eunuch was reading from the book of Isaiah. And Philip asked him, do you understand what you're saying? And he said, how can I unless somebody tells me? And it said, from that point, he opened unto him and preached unto him Jesus. Someone might think that that's a case where you needed an expert to tell you what the Bible said, but that's not the case at all. There's no way the Ethiopian eunuch could ever have known about the Lord Jesus from the book of Isaiah itself. That was additional revelation that Philip had that he couldn't have known because the Ethiopian said, is the prophet speaking of himself or of somebody else? So he clearly understood what Isaiah was saying. He just didn't know who he was talking about, and he would never have gotten that from the text. Philip had to give him additional revelation based on his new relationship with the Lord, and that's when he gave the Ethiopian further insights. Do you think it's also different for us since we have the New Testament to help us answer a question like this? Of course, yes, yes. We, um, we can actually fill in some of the mysterious things from Isaiah that are alluding to the coming of the Messiah, alluding to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And now we have that information to complete that in our understanding. And that's actually additional biblical doctrine of progressive revelation that the Bible is progressively revealing truth from the time of the creation of Adam and Eve up until the time that the New Testament was completed and the canon of the Bible was completed. going to hear more from Dr. Randy Galuza in just a moment. But did you know ICR hosts live events? Join us for the Unlocking the Mysteries of Genesis conference in El Paso, Texas. The conference is September 13th through 15th at Cielo Vista Church. Learn more about the age of the universe, the origin of human life, dinosaurs, and more. Bring your kids to the fossil walks. Come see the animatronic dinosaurs. Go to icr.org slash El Paso 2018. If you're enjoying the Creation Podcast, you should try listening to our daily devotional podcast, Days of Praise. Start your day with devotional readings written by Dr. Henry Morris, Dr. Henry Morris III, and Dr. John Morris to strengthen and encourage you in your Christian faith. Listen on the way to work, while you jog, or even before your head leaves the pillow. Start every day with Days of Praise. Now, let's get back to our discussion on biblical clarity. Dr. Randy? In your recent article, you said that diluting biblical clarity undermines Scripture's authority. How so? If people can't understand the Bible for what it says, in other words, just by giving words their normal meaning in the normal context like we do for any other type of literature, like when we read the newspaper, we give the words their normal meaning in the context. And as a medical doctor, I write prescriptions. And I tell people what I want them to take and how I want them to take them. And I I expect them to give my words their normal meaning. And I expect the pharmacist who fills those drugs to give my words their normal meaning. And we do this in every other area of life. If it got to the point where we could not do that with the Bible, and we had to have some kind of expert 
insert themselves between us and the scriptures to tell us what the Bible said, then the Bible no longer becomes our authority, but the expert becomes our authority, the one who is telling us what the Bible said. And they could tell us really anything. And so the Bible has lost all of its authority over you. The expert becomes the authority. There was a time in church history when the experts were theologians and experts in in church matters, and they were ruling it over the lay people. And now, unfortunately, we have that, but we also have people who try to insert themselves as scientific experts who are going to tell us what the Bible says based on current secular scientific ideas. Speaking of scientific experts, how do you think biblical clarity impacts the origins issue? Yeah, it impacts it directly, particularly in the book of Genesis chapter 1, where God is laying out how he created the heavens and earth. He says how he did it, as I said, he spoke them into existence. And when he did it was based on the genealogies that we find in the book of Genesis. And then the length of time that he took to do it, he says clearly in Genesis chapter 1 that he did it over six days of creation and he rested on the seventh day. And he made this plain for anybody at any culture to understand because no matter what your educational level is, no matter how sophisticated your society might be, everybody has seen morning and evening and a day. And you can be an indigenous person from another culture, and you know what that means. It's a day. You can be someone from a highly advanced culture, and you know what that means. It means a day. And then he reaffirmed it again in Exodus, where he said, in six days you shall do your labor, and then you shall rest on the seventh. For in six days he created, and he rested on the seventh, giving us a pattern to follow. If those words mean anything at all, and if they're supposed to be understood by anybody at any time, then they mean what the Lord said, that these are six literal days. Do you think that understanding cultural or historical context is helpful in understanding the Bible? Of course it is. And usually the Bible itself gives us those contexts if we need to know them. Obviously, the main context, which is important, is the immediate context of where the passage is, what it's being written about, and what the intent was, and what the authors were saying. And then, of course, then we interpret it within the context of the rest of the Bible itself, so that Scripture interprets Scripture. So you have its immediate context, and you have its biblical context. And often the Bible will give you some additional cultural context, for often we'll read, the authors will say, and the manner of the Jews was to do such and such. So he's giving you a cultural context for people who are not Jewish would understand what they're saying. And they'll give you historical context for he'll say that in times past they used to do this. So it often gives us the context which we need to understand that. Occasionally, we can use additional sources to give us additional cultural and historical context. The problem is, how do we know if the historical context which we are being told is really true? So it can augment our understanding of a passage, but we should never allow extra-biblical sources, whether it's historical or contextual, to overturn a clear meaning of any specific passage. We all know Christian people who want to follow God and obey His Word, yet they may land in a different place than us on some issues. Do you think there are some passages that truly are difficult for us to fully understand? Well, of course, there are different passages and there are different interpretations. So if we take the Ethiopian eunuch, 
That almost relates to another issue of baptism because they were traveling along the road and the Ethiopian eunuch says, there is some water, what hinders me to be baptized? And the passage says they went down into the water and Philip baptized him. That may be clear, and of course, I might interpret that, that he was baptized by immersion, but someone could see it as they went down into the water and Philip took a pitcher of water, dipped it in, poured it over the top of the Ethiopian eunuch and baptized him by another method other than immersion. So it doesn't tell us how he was baptized. It's just that they went into the water and they were baptized. So I could see different churches coming up with a different mode of baptism based on that. Of course, there are other passages which might augment your understanding of baptism, but clearly you can come up with different understandings based on passages that aren't necessarily clear. However, many of the passages are very, very clear, and the problem doesn't arise from a lack of clarity of the passage. It arises from a lack of desire to really obey and do exactly what it says. And when that conflicts with our personal desires, the easiest route is to try to change the meaning of the words. Why do you think belief in biblical clarity is so important? This whole idea of biblical clarity really was a Reformation issue, and many of the saints died over this. The fact that you did not have to have some kind of expert, a theological expert, and today even a scientific expert, tell you what the Bible says was very, very liberating for most Christians. And it was a fundamental point of the Reformation that God could speak to any one individual and there would be a priesthood of the believer. So we tend to think of inerrancy and inspiration as major issues. However, we should not lose sight of our church history because biblical clarity ranks right up there with inspiration and inerrancy. It doesn't make really any difference if the Bible is inspired if you can't understand what it means. So you have to have a book that really is authored by the Holy Spirit and really is clear so that we can understand it. Clarity and inspiration really go hand in hand. Dr. Randy, thank you for joining us on the Creation Podcast today. This is such a relevant topic in our culture. So many voices claim to speak with biblical authority, but do their words line up with God's? It's vital that we know and understand the Bible for ourselves. If you have any questions you'd like ICR to answer on future episodes, send us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ICR science. Remember to subscribe to the Creation Podcast on iTunes. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review the show so that more listeners can find us. Join ICR next time for another episode of the Creation Podcast.